Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the uh, Discovery of Podcast. Uh, Bill's going to be talking about uh, denial today. Go ahead, uh, Bill. Thanks, Paul. Now, before we get started with denial, uh, everyone knows I'm, I love to tell stories, and I love to get into the subject, so I'm going to start off with that. Each and every one of us, we're each in a different stage of life. Uh, to me, I've discovered that it's a lesson to be learned with each day living it, and I hope each of you take it in that perspective as well. The most important thing to remember is that you learn from it every day, enjoy it every day, but keep it in perspective. You know, you look at this world, this world thrives on immediate gratification, and life does take time to live. I learned that through uh, you know, a lot of the things that Paul's taught me already. But use, your time, use the time given you wisely. Many of us deny ourselves the fullness of life because we keep ourselves in a box. Your it or your internal thoughts only allow you to go so far, and you limit yourself by thinking this way. You deny yourself the, the richness of life, the joy, the sense of peace, the prosperity. So I'm going to leave you with this one, this one quote. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. So if you think about it, all of you that are on this call right now, you're successful because many people aren't willing to take the leap to really understand what's making their life tick, what's going to give them more joy in their life, uh, more drive. Um, this can be in uh, the relationships, the careers, the life travels of exploring, and what this world has to offer. We just have to look out there and discover it. So today we're going to be talking about denial. We'll start off with the definitions. First definition is denial, the action of declaring something to be untrue. Second, a statement that something is not true. Third, the refusal of something requested or desired. Lastly, failure to acknowledge an unacceptable truth or emotion or to admit it into consciousness used as a defense mechanism. Now, I mainly want to focus on uh, the psychological denial, which it means it's the unconscious defense mechanism used to allay anxiety by denying the existence of an important conflict, troublesome impulses, events, actions, or illness. This means what, what, what denial does, it means we repress our feelings and the circumstances that actually created our anxiety or fears. And that comes from the past and present program conditioning we're going through. You know, uh, I discovered my past program conditioning repressed a lot of issues I had based off of uh, the relationships I had with family, uh, the experiences I had uh, uh, with other people. It really, uh, until I really discovered what was going on, you know, it was, it was affecting my self-worth. It was affecting my uh, personal performance. It was pro uh, affecting my professional performance. But what we do is we brought, block this trauma out with pleasurable thoughts and actions to keep from actually confronting the issues that, to resolve them once and for all. 
Now, let's be real. We may almost, we also may confront and work to resolve whatever psychological or anxious, fearful issue we have, but just to acknowledge it is most important. If we stay in a state of denial, then there is never any positive resolve or improvement of the circumstance. So let me take mine. You know, I've been in denial that my marriage ended. Uh, but really, when I look at it, uh, there are so many factors that went on to that. I understood what was going on in my life, and I took action to improve my life personally. But I can only do that for myself. I can't do that for my partner. I can't do that for anybody else but myself. That's why well, I think these podcasts are so important because you get a sense of the life experience that somebody's gone through, and you can learn from those. You can take it, use it for yourself, uh, maybe give it to other people. Uh, so many of us go through different states of denial. You know, uh, there are denials and addictions. You know, uh, I had issues in my marriage to where I was just sitting there trying to drown it out with beer. <laughs> uh, it, so I was in a state of denial over the condition of my marriage, but then I was in a state of denial is that, oh, well, it's only, it's only a few beers. Well, it can be it can amount to many after a while. And then with marriage, if you're, if you're looking at marriage, don't look at marriage as something that should be happenstance in your life. You know, when you take those vows, that's not a commitment just to your partner. That's a commitment to God. And if you're not going to take it serious, don't get into it. Seriously, do not. Um, you need to commit to actions to improve whatever it is because marriage is not something, an institution to be taken lightly. Now, if you want to really thrive in a relationship, look at staying in just a relationship and thrive with that. But take these, take these steps to look to improve them. And then also, there are denials in your personal abilities. And you look at what it wants to do to you. It wa wants to hold you down. It wants to make you feel like you're not worthy enough to do things. And that's based off your past program conditioning. Now, we're each, we each have different levels that we're at based off of our past program conditioning. And what you want to do is look to improve that level each day of your life. None. You know, I can take my personal former struggles as denial attributes. I already told you about marriage, but uh, also my self-worth uh, diminished because of, because of that. You know, I looked and thought that I was in a denial that that was all ending, but then my self-worth was down. It was like the, the marriage was ending, then I moved back to my home, and my home's flooding out. And then the next thing you know, my mother's having a stroke. You know, I was ready to hang it up. It was just like I was putting my life, I just re was ready to put my life on a shelf and say, nothing, it, it's not really, no, this isn't worth it. And uh, to attest to it, I even told Paul, I said, you know, right now, uh, hey, look, um, uh, I'm going to go it on my own. I'm good. Uh, she's worth it. Go for, go and focus on that, et cetera. And uh, yeah, so I was, I was ready to throw the pity party in myself and then just roll on with life. But then uh, I stepped back and took a hard look and said, life is too short and there's far too much to do in this life for other people. And that's what my, you know, that's what my God given uh, gift has been. I feel 
through my work experiences, through even through my personal experiences, even if some of them fail, uh, most of it has been to uplift people and to move people forward. And uh, I think that when we look at uh, denial, denial comes from so many different sides. You know, we're, we're denying ourselves the richness of life if we don't look to conquer what our internal thoughts are. And many of our internal thoughts are negative based off of the circumstances that society gives us. You look at the world out there right now, and everything out there can be negative. This coronavirus, the stock market, everything. But if you look at what God has given us, God's given us life abundant. And if we have faith in ourselves, because you have to remember, for those of you, I, uh, you know, I profess to be a, a Christ follower. So for those of you that understand that, we were made in the image of Christ. Now, if we're made in the image of Christ, that means we have everything that he has. And that means life abundant. We have the strength. We have the wealth and we have the knowledge to prosper in this life. What we need to do is make sure that we're looking to not deny ourselves the best that we have for this life. Remember, you're in charge of you. You only have one life. It's too short to allow the negative to rule your life. There'll be good days and bad days. Know that you'll fail. But like Les Brown says, you know, fall on your back, because all you're going to do is get back up. You may fall and fail again, but failure is a part of life. And you're going to learn from each experience, and all it's going to do is really make you better. Um, you know, I look, at, I look at this talk here, and of course I'm more of a cheerleader than I'm telling you more of understanding denial. But uh, it's through life experiences that you're going to understand that you can't deny yourself the richest, richness of life. You know, I look at my life now, and I was, uh, you know, just on a three-hour ride up from Norfolk to D.C., and I was reflecting back on everything that's gone on. And uh, I wake up now knowing that each day is going to be better than the day before. I know that I'm better than I was the day before. I won't deny myself a life without joy. Negativity will come, but how you handle it makes all the difference in the world. In the end, negativ negativity really only hurts you the most. It doesn't hurt other people. It just hurts you. It's how you approach the negativity in your life that makes you stronger and more understanding on how to cope with it. You know, different things that Paul teaches you will help you cope with the negativity that's in your life, will help you cope with the situations that you have. So it's, it's important to, to learn, your, learn your word definitions and your understanding of how they, how they assimilate to your life the same way that you're going to learn about the denial that you have about the circumstances of your past that are keeping you from propelling you into a greater future. But think about this. Remember, life is an onion. So what you're going to do is just keep peeling those layers back to discover more and more. You're going to, you're going to have pitfalls, but you're going to understand what your purpose is. You're going to see where your goals lie, 
you know, you may have short-term goals right now, and then all of a sudden you're going to discover that you'll have long-term goals. But don't deny yourself the gratification of getting to that point to where you'll be able to actually see goals in front of you. Now, each of us have the capability. Um, We just may be in denial that we do. So what I want you to look at is truly looking at discovering what are your internal thoughts holding you back from to take you to that next level of gratification that you're looking for in your life. It may be in a relationship. It may be in your career. It may be in finances. Now, only each one of you out there knows what you want. Now, if you set your mind to it and don't allow those internal thoughts, those negative feelings that, quote, the devil wants you to have, you're going to be able to succeed in that. It takes time. You know, I've been, I've been with Paul now, let's see, 20 plus months now. Wow. Been a while. And then we have callers on here that have been with them nine years, uh, others a year and a half, but it's, it's all a progress. You're not going to get there overnight. It's not, it's not the worldly view of immediate gratification. You're not going to be able to put an app in your phone and then all of a sudden decide that, okay, my internal thoughts are fine. It's going to be a work in progress. You're going to continue to be a work in progress for the rest of your life. But if you understand where your pitfalls lie, um, you won't deny yourself the gratification in the end. It's all in understanding where you are, what you need to work on, and the denials psychologically that you have, you work to overcome those, and you'll be in a far better place to, one, help yourself, be more successful in your life in each aspect that you want, and then in turn, one of my feelings is you have to go out there and help others with this. And um, I know that that probably sounded more like a rah-rah speech than telling you more about denial, but I think life experiences are more important to uh, explain than straight-out definitions. I gave you the definitions, but you have to look. I want you to think back now at your life and what denial attributes do you have and take, take them one at a time and start to work on them. You can, you know, don't don't uh, fill your mouth with the entire, uh, you know, onslaught of denial attributes you may have. Uh, take them on and, and chew them piece by piece, spit them out, work on them, and just continue to grow and learn from those issues. You're going to fall back sometimes, but if you if you know and those are out in front of you, at least. You're not in denial anymore. You're working on those issues. So just continue to move forward. Every little step helps. And uh, I just hope that each and every one of you out there uh, maybe took a little tidbit of my rah-rah speech and um, you're able to, you know, uh, attribute it to some portion of your life that you can you can work on. Um, that's it for denial, and uh, I, I appreciate the time you gave me to uh, to talk about it. Bill, thank you very much for the uh, sharing us on the topic of denial tonight. Uh, a lot that you said, I think we all have uh, experiences in one way or the other. 
Jody, would you like to uh, express a little bit on the Nile? Yeah, um, I Bill did a really good job, and you know, I like the different definitions. Denial. A lot of people have denial about their personal abilities and what they think they can do, and different thoughts on what they think is possible and who they think they are. Uh, we did the talk uh, the other week about you're not who you think you are. And the second definition that I liked what Bill said was when he was talking about denial, um, when like denying ourselves by withholding us from like the good. And you mentioned abundance and blessings and kind of being the best person that we can be. A lot of times we don't think that we deserve that and deserve and self-worth and things like that. Those are some strong words that helped me to understand that I was denying myself from those good things. There's a lot of different things that I felt like just kind of denying myself from. Um, and once I kind of became more open-minded to possibilities and changed some of that habitual thinking, uh, it opened up a lot more of those possibilities, uh, whether it was job or any kind of thing. And I like uh, Paul's three-step process and this kind of that identifying and confronting kind of overcomes a lot of that denial part. And then Bill mentioned the, you know, doing something about it, changing those habits over and over and being proactive to kind of change that way we think and how that internal thought kind of affects the way we think about ourselves. Thank you very much, Jody. Really appreciate that. Uh, Ray, would you like to uh, share a little bit on denial? When it comes to your life? Yeah, I, I went through it a lot myself, denying uh, my, you know, what I deserve. And a lot of it's subconscious. Like Bill said, you got you to gotta work to get to the bottom of that because a lot of times uh, right out the gate, that's, I guess, uh, the trick or the key to denial is when it's working effectively – you don't see it as denial. You believe whatever it's convinced you to deny, essentially. So if you're denying your worth through many different tools and strategies, it, it gets you to actually believe that you're, you're not worthy or you don't deserve what it is that you, deep down inside, you know that you want. And I believe that, too, that uh, just like you said, Bill, we, we all know and only we know what we truly want. But uh, even when we go through, a lot of us, we think we know, and then we go through more denial. And a sign that we're going through that is when we, many of us do, we go through the phase and, we, and say, you know, I don't know what I want. I'm just not sure, and, and that's why I can't find happiness. I just don't know what I'm good at and, you know, what will truly make me happy. And I think that's a result of years and layers of denial that pushes what we're truly excited about and what we truly feel strongly and we're drawn to and what our natural abilities and talents lead us towards, it, it becomes buried underneath so many denials like, uh, uh, you know, money is the root of evil and it, why should I try? I'll only fail. You know, I've, I've tried so many times and experienced pain. That's another thing. We link pain with pursuing a goal. Because as we pursue that goal and we, when we find resistance and challenge, we take that 
as proof that we don't deserve it. We're not good enough for what we were going after. That's why denial is so, so powerful. And like I was just talking to someone earlier, just talking about how life is designed to challenge us. And just like every thing that drives our society and economy, uh, like sports and entertainment, it's all built to challenge us in some way or for us to experience or observe some sort of human challenge. And I think that that is how life is designed. It's how we're, it's how earth and the human experience was designed to exist. And the denial is just a, a very strong component of that. It's, uh, it allows us to doubt ourselves and to doubt what we should be doing or shouldn't be doing and anything that it can use to keep us stagnant and to prevent us from making decisions and moving forward and truly living our life in this moment, just like thinking about the past, you know, or thinking about the future. I may never have what I want in the future or because of what I went through in the past, I'm doomed to to failure and all those things that now being one of the main tools, they just steal away our attention from the moment, which is the only time we could have ever changed and ever can in the future change what our experience is. So I, I've learned that through going through denial myself in so many different areas. I know that I was just looking through pictures the other day and, uh, one picture I had on my, as a screensaver on my computer was the uh, Audi A7, all black. And uh, I was going through another picture that was, I had seen one on the road outside of YMCA, and I was t- taking a picture, taking a selfie with the, p- the car behind me, uh, kind of trying to live vicariously through whoever had already gotten their dream car, you know. And uh, I kind of laughed and jokingly, you know, thought about that car being out front in the driveway and you know how funny that is that it's uh become my reality from overcoming those denials because that was one that would have kept me from that as well as just getting back from Europe. I mean I've been all over Europe the past week doing things that I have denied for sure in the past, whether I was conscious of it or not that that would ever be a reality for me. You know, it's something that, of course, I wanted. I think that's where denial plays on us the most is the things we want, the things we believe will truly bring us satisfaction. Sometimes it's deeper than that because it's not really those things that we want. It's, uh, it's, it's peace, you know. It, and a lot of times we get those things and we don't find that peace. But to deny simple pleasures like to travel, to experience, to see the world, to have enough money to survive comfortably, to be able to give to your kids support, guidance, resources. Those things we, I think, are healthy to to want and to reach for, but denial will come in and say, nope, you've already made too many mistakes or look how you were raised. Nobody succeeds that's raised that way. You've got to be taught these things and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And I believe now that any trick like that, it's built into the system in order to give you something to overcome. Because if not, this is the conclusion I came to earlier in the conversation is that if it, and I have before in the past that, uh, if it wasn't for that, I don't believe we would even be conscious of life. I don't think we would be aware of it because of the duality that I always talk about. If it, Essentially, if we ask to come into this life without so much struggle and so much pain, it's understandable to want that. But that, that comes with no negativity, no pain, no suffering, no sadness, which is amazing. But we would have nothing to recognize happiness uh, or to compare joy and triumph and victory to. So, so I think even from a scientific or a psychological uh, standpoint, if you were to stretch that principle across the whole board, I think it would erase the main ingredient to consciousness is to have duality so that we would have something to be aware of. So that thinking of it that way, I see it as a system that's meant to be the way that it is and it's meant to be challenging. Denial is meant to come into your life and really convince you that you don't, it's not supposed to be easily recognizable. It's supposed to be very convincing and drive us to our wit's end before we can bring it into our understanding of life and allow it to affect our behaviors and our decisions moving forward into the future. And uh, so it's very necessary, very understandable, very natural. And it's just for us to bring that into our focus and to, you know, to grapple with that because it isn't easy, even if it's easy to explain or to understand or to, you know, come to terms with, it's still putting it into practice as an everyday challenge. It's uh, something that requires discipline and willpower and the desire to really make a difference in your life and other people's lives, so. Thank you, Ray. Really appreciate that. Let me just uh, ask you one thing. What would be, in the past eight years, would be one of the most uh, focal points of denial that you had to overcome? Um, probably denial that because of what I, how I'd grown up, or how you know the conditioning that I'd gone through, the criminal record that I'd obtained at 18. So many things shaped my childhood, you know, through the, what they say are the key years that we're growing and learning and becoming who we set out to, to be was mostly negative input. And I'd become convinced even as I tried to do, I tried to deny that that was true, but the denial that I had or was able to make it different or to succeed in spite of that, that denial, one, it was stronger at that time than, you know, the occasional, hey, that, that sh- you know, I can overcome this or that shouldn't, it shouldn't solidify my failure in life just because I went through these things, but it was easier. And I think that's what it boils down to. It was just easier to believe that 
and it gives us more gratification in the sense of our emotions, especially when they're toxic or they're unhealthy. We want to believe that we are victims. And so that was easy to fall into that trap that, you know what, I'm just a victim. You know, life chewed me up and spit me out. And there's nothing I could have did about it. And there's nothing I can do about it. And it gave me something to, I guess, uh, attach to and to give me something to uh, fight and gave me meaning in some sense. And I think that's a part of the struggle is that initially, in order to overcome it, you have to reject that. You have to throw that belief that gives us power in a sense. It's like the only power we have whenever we're in such a weak state. So instead of just being neutral or numb, which some some people also choose to do, and I think sometimes it's a combination of numbness and then we want to fight back and say, you know, this is bull crap. The world treated me like crap and somebody's going to pay for it. And then sometimes we go back to habits that put us in a numb state so that we can forget about it all for a moment. And that the denial that I went through from my childhood and what I'd gone through, it was a a matter of that cycle of, uh, you know, screw the world because it didn't even give me a chance, you know? It can't be fair. It can't, there can't be any beauty to life or any miracle to life if it would did this to me and put me in a situation where I have no choice or no control or no power of what my life becomes because of what it has already given to me, you know, involuntarily. And that was just a part of that, part of that system, a part of the denial, a part of blinding me are blocking my understanding that the choice is always mine. The choice is always mine. And if nothing else, if it had been stolen from me or if I had allowed it to be taken due to external circumstances, by continuing that mentality, it's going to prevent me from at least taking it back now. And I think that's the, the, nobody's given a fair shot or the fairest shot, or the most opportunity, or everything that they need to get everywhere that they want to be in life. But if we continue those lines of thought, we we won't be able to at least do what we can now, which is all, the only time we could have ever done anything anyways. If we realized this when we were 10, at that time, in the moment then, we would have had to have done something about it. And if we didn't, the same would have still went on. And I think that's what it seeks to do. It's the duality, you know, the the opposite of motivation, the opposite of aspiration and, and hope. It It is there. It exists so that hope and aspiration and joy can exist. But the way it works is to steal what you have in the moment, the potential, the only power that you ever had, so that you continue to destroy your life and continue to give away that choice. And that that's what you have to fight against. Otherwise, every reason in the world, every excuse or every sorrow or every expression or explanation of our worst possible circumstance that takes away our freedom and our right to choose and be happy, it it really just takes away precious time that we have left that's still ticking in order to make it any different.
we'll never make it the best that it ever could be under everyone's perspective according to, you know, but in order to at least make it better, we have to take that, take that back now in the moment and overcome those denials. Cause that's the key. That's one of the biggest, was a great topic to talk about. It's one of the biggest things that, that effectively steals that away. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. I think each and every one of us can share one or two of the topics that you expressed about the night. Uh, is there anyone else like to say anything or share their opinion of the night? Yeah. Uh, I think that I want to talk, but um really interested in what y'all are saying. Um, <laughs> and I like the fact that um, you said earlier that... Um, there are like many things that can make us be in denial, like relationships, finances, and career, whatever. But like, uh, where do I start? Because to me, that's all of it. <laughs> I mean, that's everything. All of those things are much. <laughs> like, where do I start? And I don't want to overwhelm myself either. You know. Like, where do you yeah. start? That's first thing. First thing, yeah, I believe. I believe just uh, to respond to that a little is uh, that, like Paul said, the first thing is really is starting. And I think that's what I've learned that over and over in life with many things. Like, for example, traveling is something I never started. I never took the first step because it was so overwhelming. Part of it was denial that, you know, the way I grew up and I'm not the type of person to, be traveling the world maybe when I've always thought like maybe when life is different or maybe if life was different you know but that for me that's just not the way I was set up at the time but I've been to seven countries now in the past two years and just reflecting on that it 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 wasn't it wasn't uh some of it was changing my mindset but a huge part of it was just doing it. And I think a lot of it stemmed from just starting to work on myself, you know, starting to confront those denials. And that's the the best part about working with Paul is that he's so uh, insightful. When you talk to him, he's taking in everything that you're saying, and he's going to help to focus your attention on the most important parts at the time you know he's just talented at that he's he'll he'll sit and listen in depth and then ask questions that get you to go in deeper and I think just starting that process just being willing to work through the things that are fighting against you from to you know kind of holding you back from getting where you want it to be just Mm -hmm. starting to look at those things and to accept that maybe there's something that you can restructure or look at differently that can lead to a different way of, of life. And all, I think all of, all of those complexities uh, will unsort themselves or untangle themselves in time whenever you're moving in that direction. Yeah. And they do, you know, they, they do. I think, uh, even in our lives, you know, I think sometimes I, uh, I'll say something along those lines, but in reality, all of our lives, 
unfold in that way, you know? Everything that we've learned up until this point, we've gone through it, we've made some mistakes, and we've, uh, you know, scuffed our knee, and then we we learned from it, so. Sounds good to me. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Jennifer, for uh, the input and everything. Um, I know for my I know for myself that uh, in my earlier part of my my uh, life I, I was in a state of denial quite a bit, and uh, it's just taking that one step at a time, as they say, eating the elephant, you know, one bite at a time, and uh, it's, it's a discovery of self discovery you know it's a journey of self discovery and uh that first step is the biggest one to you know to start appreciate everybody being on call and uh next week to 515-604-9530 access code 6551455 Appreciate everybody being on call and look forward for each and every one next week. Thank you now.